Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. In this weekly show, you'll catch two fund managers who'll share their views on a selection of listed companies, both here and overseas. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be notified of new episodes each week. And don't forget that all the views expressed are general in nature and you should seek your own advice before making any decisions of your own. That's all from me. Sit back, relax and enjoy the latest edition of Buy, Hold, Sell. Hello and welcome to LiveWire's Buy, Hold, Sell. My name's James Marley and today we're taking a look at stocks that are cutting their dividends. Yes, a bit tough for the investors out there. We'll hopefully help you dodge a few of those potholes. I'm joined by Andrew Hamilton from Antares and Dr. Peter Gardner from Plato. Pete, let's start with you. Cromwell Property Group, dividends per share peaked back in 2016. It's been a tough time for property. Buy, hold or a sell? Uh, so it's a sell for us. Um, so 64% of Cromwell's um, book is in Office and obviously Office has challenges at the moment with everyone working from home and we haven't even seen the downturn in the economy yet which um, is probably down the track. Um, it's trading at a 30% below its NTA so it's, it is pretty cheap um, but yeah we're not a big fan of the Office um, market at the moment. Okay, they have a funds management business as well which is not bad. Buy, hold or sell on Cromwell? It's also a sell for us and I, I agree exactly with what Peter said and I'd just add that um, they are trading at 30% discount to NTA, they are predominantly office and the problems in office are well known but their balance sheet is under, under a bit of duress, they've been selling assets so they're selling assets well below NTA, um, uh, they obviously have some restructuring that's required, they've had a board spill I think because a, a major investor um, got pretty active, um, we just steer clear. Next off, Whitehaven Coal. It's in that resources space, which has been um, yep. spewing off cash. Buy, hold or sell on Whitehaven? This is also a sell for us. Um, even if you're prepared to invest in thermal coal, I'll make a couple of observations. One is the thermal coal price has pulled back from $450 to about $180. That is still well above long run average. So there's potential that that coal price falls a mighty long way and obviously that's going to flow straight through to dividends. So we see the dividend where it is as, as unsustainable. For a dividend portfolio like ours, it's a sell. Okay. Pete, 2022 was a hard year to beat for Whitehaven. It paid out so much money to investors. Buy, hold or sell in 2023? Yeah, I definitely agree. 2023 is not going to be as good for Whitehaven in terms of the dividends as 2022. However, we've still got it on a buy because um, we still like the kind of thermal coal dynamics at the moment. Obviously in the long run, um, thermal coal's going to be phased out, um, but there's too much value to be made in the short to medium term. We saw Germany turn back on their coal-fired power plants after the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Um, but the other area, the area of the coal industry that people aren't taking note of is India. And there's just India are just building more coal-fired power plants and their demand for coal is, is going up significantly, which isn't great for the environment, but it's good for um, producers like Whitehaven Coal. Okay, next stock today, Instatec Pivot. It's paid dividends consistently, albeit in a slightly lumpy fashion. Buy, hold or a sell? Uh, so we've got a hold for Instatec Pivot. It was obviously a dividend, like a darling after the Russian invasion of Ukraine. They've got an ammonia plant in the US and, and it uses gas. And so the price of the US gas was a lot cheaper than the price of the European gas that a lot of its competitors were using. And so people saw it having a competitive advantage. But as that European gas price has come back, um, that competitive advantage has gone away and, and um, Incitec's out, 
um, underperformed um, since then. However, it's just announced it sold um, its ammonia plant um, for about two and a half billion dollars, and so that's improving its balance sheet significantly. And so it's not a kind of buy for us, but it's a decent hold um, with the ability to pay out dividends from here. Okay, Andrew, there's a restructure on the table with Isentech as well. Yep. Buy, hold, or a sell? Sell. <laughs> um, look, I agree with most of the things that Peter said, and, and in terms of the, the sale and the, the cash they're going to get in, they want to redeploy that cash to find other avenues of cash flow, and, and that gives uncertainty. I mean, for us, it, it's a sell given they've just been massively over-earning on the fertilisers. Um, that will unwind. This stock is, is a really classic deep cyclical. When times are good, they make loads of cash and they can pay great dividends. And when times are bad, it's the opposite. Um, I don't see the dividend sustainability in itself. I've asked each of you to bring along a, a stock with uh, a sustainable dividend and one that can potentially grow. Andrew, first cab off the rank. What have you got? For us, and this is unusual, I think for many people, it's a Ryzen. Um, as an example. So we were talking about, about thermal coal. Horizon, among their businesses, they, they haul thermal coal on their railroads, railways, um, as well as coking coal, as well as bulks, you know, uh, minerals that are mined, etc. Um, they are the only, from our, from our ESG perspective, they're the only um, red for environment, red marked stock that we own in the portfolio. But that will be moving off as a result of the proportion of uh, thermal coal in their mix is declining. The dividend, the dividend that we expected to grow, has the growth has been delayed slightly because they're clearly, uh, they've been clear that they're investing capex because they want to grow their bulks business. That's better diversifying the business. In addition to that, the, the below rail infrastructure that they own, that regulatory asset base is going to be reset um, and given interest rates have moved higher, they'll be allowed to earn a higher return on those assets. So we see over the next couple of years, earnings and dividend, not just being solid, but growing. Okay. Have you got a, a dividend grower that you can talk to us about today, Peter? Yeah, our ones is, is Macquarie Group. Um, it's sitting on a 4% yield at the moment in terms of growth after franking credits. Um, so it's not too high, but we see growth going from here. Um, we see Macquarie, in terms of their home loan business, they're growing at about three times the market and taking a lot of share off the major banks. So that area of the business is growing. They've got a commodity um, business, um, which is benefiting massively from the um, fluctuation in commodity prices that we're seeing. And we, we see those fluctuations continue. So we see strong earnings from that. And then they've got some funds management businesses that are fairly kind of annuity-like in terms of what they earn. So we see good um, areas of Macquarie. And then the real area of growth for Macquarie is that um, they're investing a lot of deep carbonisation projects around the world. They're one of the few kind of Australian sh stocks apart from the lithium miners that really have an exposure to the de decarbonisation thematic. Well, folks, that wraps up our series on dividends. I hope you've picked up a few insights from our guests over the past few shows. Remember, check into our YouTube channel. We're adding fresh content every week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.